Chapter 13 Why Must Good People Suffer? Guys, I must confess that many times I've sat in a dark and empty church, stared at the crucified Christ, and demanded, Why must good people suffer? Kids, one of the significant consequences of Adam and Eve's disobedience in the Garden of Eden is the moment that Adam bit into the apple, 10,000 triggers of suffering were injected into the world. At the same time, Satan and his evil became unleashed and his power multiplied tenfold. Humanity would now feel hunger pangs, sunburn, frostbite, stubbed toes, broken limbs, and everything else from cancer to cramps. The world would come to experience violence, disease, famine, and accidents. Emotional suffering such as guilt, remorse, fret, and worry quickly followed as did social suffering such as envy, inequality, feelings of entitlement, pettiness, and shame. Simply stated, Adam and Eve dramatically impacted each and every human being's earthly and mystical journey by introducing suffering and dying into the human experience. Through their decisions, our first parents subsequently introduced 10,000 earthly and mystical options into our life's journeys. Why must good people suffer? Guys, our Lord's response is always twofold. First, bad things happen to good people, and not even the greatest minds can understand the whys of God. Bad things do not happen as tests or punishments or spiritual lessons for you or others. They happen because of 10,000 random things in life. Know that Christ did not suffer, die, and rise from the dead to bring an end to humanity's suffering and sorrow. Many Christians incorrectly and tragically believe the fallacy that God promised, and still promises, peace and happiness to all those baptized in His Son's blood. When a soul accepts this truth, but discovers that pain and misery persist, it becomes frustrated, it becomes confused, it becomes angry. Eventually that soul blames God for not fulfilling His promises. Eventually that soul puts God on trial. Eventually that soul abandons God, and then that soul becomes Satan's. Kids, know that 10,000 more things are in your future. Some good, some bad. Some you can control, others you can't. Suffering and sorrow will always be a part of your living and dying experiences on earth. Accept that suffering, pain, and sorrow do not target victims. Bad things happen to good people all the time. Guys, I've been laid off, fired, broken. Notions of divorce and death have passed through my skull during brutal times. Bad things sooner or later will happen to you. So please overcome your doubts regarding our all-merciful and all-loving God. Overcome your anger if you have any. Secondly, why must good people suffer? Guys, God is not the source of suffering, but rather the source of a beautiful and mystical invitation that accompanies all suffering. Christ offers each suffering and sorrowful soul an invitation to join Him, not on the way to the cross or under it, but on it with Him. Accepting this invitation results in a deeper intimacy between the Creator and the created, God and man, Father and child of God. Because of this profound level of intimacy, suffering, in fact, becomes envied by the angels in heaven. It's a beautiful and mystical invitation gifted only to humanity, and it's an enormous and wonderful reality. What Christ provided through his sorrowful passion over 2,000 years ago was a mystical invitation to all who suffer physically, socially, cognitively, emotionally, and mystically to join him, not under the cross, but on it with him. Through his invitation to unite in agape love, 
that type of love that is willing to sacrifice and suffer for a greater and more mystical love. Christ offers you a chance to imitate Him, and a chance to not just be a partner in His Father's design, but to be one of God's co-redeemers. Not equal with Christ, because that statement would be seriously false, but a co-redeemer, meaning one who shares mystically in the same act. Christ, who was sinless, innocent, took on all sin and accepted the punishment of all humanity. He took on the suffering of all, in reparation for your sins and the sins of the whole world. Gang, the innocent minority, innocent in terms of not deserving their suffering, pain, and sorrow, who accepts Christ's invitation and strives to imitate the Redeemer, proclaim their faith greater than any teacher or evangelist or priest ever can. By accepting Christ's cross, these mystically superhumans prove that they love the world more perhaps than any other creature God has ever given life to. Prove that they are willing to partner with God in both good times and bad. Prove that they know who God truly is and who human beings truly can become. And prove that they have achieved an incredible and unique intimacy with God. One that the angels envy each second a person takes on suffering for the sake of reconciliation.